Progressive protects more than just your home and car. You could save when you bundle your motorcycles, ATVs, boats, and RVs. Doesn't that sound good? Like the sound of your boat cruising along the intercoastal. And there's the sound of the prop hitting a really big rock. And now the sound of waves. Because the engine stopped. But you know what does sound good? You're covered with Progressive. So bundle all your vehicles and home in one place and save with the multi-policy discount. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Pop Culture University, where we talk about what is going on in pop culture and see what we can learn from it. I'm your host, Patty Eminger. You know me from TikTok. It's Patty Pop Culture. Um, if it's your first time here, thank you so much for coming. You are welcome here anytime. Take a seat in the classroom wherever you would like. If it is not your first time here, thank you so much for coming back. I love you. I stand you. I am in your fandom. You guys, it's New Music Friday, and you know we love that on this podcast. My soulmate, best friend, Ava Max, just dropped a new song called Maybe You're the Problem. And the music video is so spicy. She looks like a, a little teeny bopper with her little bikini on. And you guys need to go watch it and stream it all week. I literally just went to the gym and streamed it for an hour straight. Um, but in addition to New Music Friday, we also have guests on Fridays. And this week, we are joined by another legendary TikTok guest. Because you know on this podcast, we talk about famous people, but we only have guests who are famous people to talk more about famous people. So we have a famous person this week and it is TikTok legend and comedic icon with 1.2 million followers who is known for his sharp sense of humor and irreverent comedy videos that make us all laugh in an instant. Um, he's everything and anything. And his name is I out for Selena. Hey, Sean. <laughs> Sean, what's your last name? Oh, come on. I don't need people finding me on the internet. Oh, okay. Well, we'll call it. We'll Sean. call it. We'll call it Sean M. Yeah. So Sean um, M is. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna make that intro like my my morning alarm. That you really just gassed me up right there. I'm gonna have to get that clip. You can fucking have that clip. Like if you woke mm-hmm. up every day to my voice, I would love to wake up every day to your voice. To be honest, um, I actually have a I'll question be- about your voice for you yeah. in this podcast at one point, but that'll be at okay. the interview portion. So. First, we're just going to talk about some recent tea that's going on. Some of the topics include Bad Baby on OnlyFans. And they're going to talk about Leah Michelle and Jonathan Groff. Um, weird relationship going on there about mm-hmm. vaginas and having each other's babies. And they're going to talk about Elon Musk buying Twitter. So those are the topics we're going to get yeah. into. Before we start, though, if you can just rate this podcast five star on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you're already here, you may as well do so. Screenshot it, post it on your Instagram story, tag me. We can DM in the comments and let everyone know what amazing podcast you're listening to it would help so much and yeah welcome to pop coaching university let's get into it it's not me it's you it's not me it's you it's not me it's you but with you it's always my fault and you're shocked just like a time bomb and i think you should take a second just to look at your reflection baby maybe you're the problem
when bad baby said cash her outside she really fucking meant it because she said that she made 52 million dollars from only fans in the past year and yeah looking at sean's face no one believed her at first um people were like that's kind of tacky like why are you telling people how much you make from you know doing your OnlyFans sex work but this kind of started from a rant that she was doing on instagram live when someone asked her if she's proud of herself for just being known as that troubled teen from dr phil and she said call me the youngest female of the decade to go platinum call me some shit like that like there's way more things call me the fucking gucci flip-flops girl the high bish girl the girl who got a million dollar makeup deal the girl who made 50 million dollars from fucking only fans call me whatever you want but you can't just call me the girl from dr phil um and since no one believed her she came through with receipts on instagram showing screenshots that from her only fans account she made 53 almost million dollars and she herself took home 42 million dollars because you know only fans takes a big ass portion of that money then she got to pay taxes and everything. Ooh, her taxes must be crazy. Mine were crazy and made me depressed. But um, she captioned that photo, go cry about it, bitch. Um, and she's only 19, first of all. And this has allowed her to buy a $6 million mansion in Florida. And in the same neighborhood, she has a $3.7 million house. She literally made her OnlyFans right when she was 18. She hopped on that train as soon as she could, as soon as it was legal. And honestly, I should have done the same thing. So, Sean, my question for you is, First of all, would you make an OnlyFans? Um, if you asked me if I would make an OnlyFans like five minutes ago, I would have said absolutely not. <laughs> if I like looked over and saw like my members on someone's screen, I'd probably like jump off a bridge. But for $45 million, I'm suddenly, you know, possibly rethinking that. Um, holy shit, $45 million. That's insanity. I know, like, some people are like, if you do sex work, you'll never get a real job. But like, bitch, you won't need a real job. You need a real job. She has made more money than I will ever make in my lifetime. No, seriously, in like a year and a half. Yeah. I want to know who people... the fuck is subscribing to her. I'm sorry. Like, who is subscribing to an 18-year-old? Like, that's weird. That's literally weird. I'm sure that people are like 50 and they're freaks. But, bad baby, if you're going to get, in a, like, if you're getting a bag, I can support it. Yeah, like, I can support her. But at the same time, like, if I saw a bad baby and I was like a 50-year-old man on Dr. Phil, the last thing I would think was, oh, damn, like, what's Shadi's OnlyFans? Like, no, what she post? Bad. I don't. I don't even want to know. I yeah. Um. Okay, but also you make Next a lot of what she's posting if she's making forty five million dollars. Sure, it's not like feet pics. Oh yeah, I'm sure she's doing the whole thing. I wonder if she's like does does collabs with people. Like I wonder. I want to know the whole spiel. Maybe I will subscribe just to know what all the hype is about. Yeah, I wonder how expensive it is. But on your TikTok, you make a lot of videos about lists of what your rules would be for certain situations, like your funeral, your wedding. Mm-hmm. your um literally anything like yeah. anything you make a list of just what you yeah. would follow the guidelines of so what would your rules for your only fans be about like maybe what you would show or who you want subscribing okay i feel like number one i would need to have like a group of loyal loyal followers loyal supporters who will just like pay me for no reason like you don't need to see anything for you to get paid. I'm looking for like a niche group of people who are really into like, I don't know, like a, like a collarbone or like an elbow feet would definitely be extra, but I'm willing to show my feet maybe like a kneecap or two. But yeah, I feel like I would have to like target like a certain demographic and just really go for that and get in my bag. But I would not go anywhere, you know, beyond that. No, yeah, that's, like, super smart. Like, I feel like there's a lot of demographics out there that could potentially, like, cater to that, too. I would definitely show my feet. 
like someone yeah. who's like, I will give you a thousand dollars to like take your sock off and like step on a banana. And like, I would do that. I would do something like that before I did anything else. Yeah. I would show all of my little piggies for that, that bacon. Like all, and, like, all of my each piggy is like an extra thousand. Like they're getting like, they're getting like middle toe to the right. Like big toe is 1500. And then we just like kind of go down there. That. Yeah. No, I could like, I, I could see it now. Like the videos of you like slowly, like revealing like all your toes. Um, I could definitely yeah. see it. Do you want to know the most embarrassing thing in my life? what so last month my tiktok was hacked and my whole phone was hacked actually um my venmo was hacked my emails were hacked like every single thing and i was so scared that i was gonna lose my what they got you good yeah they no they they actually stole like six hundred dollars from my creator fund Mm -hmm. but the embarrassing part is i canceled my banks because i didn't want them to like steal anything so i called the bank and they were like just to confirm it's you was your last purchase OnlyFans? No, no, it was. Was it actually? Yes, my last purchase ah, was OnlyFans. Trisha, Trisha, please. I can't. I can't do this. <laughs> it was I'm so embarrassing. Like, I'm going to be like, nah, refund that one. What's the one before that? <laughs> Run it back oh, one more. One more. <laughs> Big, oh, no, that must have been, you know, the hacker wasn't me. Oh, my God. They're so sick in the mind. But if you only fans on my dime. If you had an OnlyFans, would you make your friends like but like subscribe? Would you be like, you need to support me in my dream, you need to subscribe? I actually did that for someone once, uh, just to support them. They didn't like do nudes. They did the nudes and like the DMs where you have to pay extra. But no, I would not. The last thing I want to do is see my have my friends do it. Like, oh my see it. No. Would would you make your friends do it? I don't know. I feel like I'd be like, you're not gonna support my dreams. You're not gonna support you know, if I'm going to spend my OnlyFans money on you, the dryer going off, yeah. this is the life. This it's is like the life wrong answer. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, I mean, if I'm going to spend like OnlyFans money on them, they need to be, you know, supportive of it. And that yeah. includes their money. Yeah, true. Yeah, I would always support my friends' dreams. The thing is, though, like, the person's OnlyFans I um, subscribe to is actually someone who's going to be on my podcast and he does OnlyFans. So I was like, I just want to see what the hype was about. Maybe I also was curious as well, but... I'm so curious. No, Patty, it's actually bad. If I see someone on, like, TikTok who's, like, you can just tell they do, they get, you know, they do that sort of thing, I'm going to the Twitter. I'm, like, I don't know what it is, but I'm, like, all right, you're on my, like, I need to see. I need oh, to see. I'm even... Sure. It's, like, a for curiosity sure. thing. Like, if you're going to, like, allude to it, I need, it needs, to, I need, it needs to be on my phone. And then I there... will go back to scrolling, but I need to see it. Oh, I must see, especially if they're throwing that thing around in gray sweatpants on TikTok every day. I have to see it. Um, there was like a whole TikTok page, like oh no, like um, like a NSFW Twitter page called Boys of TikTok. What is NSFW? Not safe for work. So, oh, okay. eighteen plus. Gotcha. Um, of the boys of TikTok who have OnlyFans, and I found it, and I saw everyone. So, wow. But it's, like, so, it's, like, honestly almost weird when I'm, like, oh my God, you're doing, like, a little dance on my TikTok, and now all of a sudden your shtick is in front of me on Twitter. Like, this, what a crazy world. What a fast-paced world we live in. Right? That's, like, it's so casual and just, like, normalized now. So, like, I think that, like, do you, I'm sure you've looked into Evan Lemma, Lemacella or whatever. He's, he's like, a, 
he's like a huge TikTok. He he does like get ready with me. So he dresses up like Spider Man and stuff. Like I don't know. He's so big though, and he has all of his tattoos. What? We have tattoos down his arms. Yes, and his legs. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> I yep, knew it. Yep, he's yep, like yep. one of the biggest ones. Like it's so weird that he's just like a normal ass fitness influencer who like has like you see him in his normal ass house doing his normal ass daily activities but then you can also see his whole thing yeah that's the thing every time he comes up on my free page i'm like all right let's go girls we're going to twitter come on i could like send them to you what? i'm sure you've seen them i've i found all of his content like oh it's like right on twitter that's the thing <laughs> if some if i was like ever like subpoenaed to court and they were like we're gonna check this guy's like tiktok to twitter and back like history, I'd literally be like, I'm guilt, like guilt, send me to jail. Like I don't know, yeah. curiosity kills the cat. Like I don't, it's not even like it's literally a curiosity thing. I'm like, I need to see. Like I'll be in class and I'm like, oh, just gotta give me one second. There it is. All right, let's move on with our day. No, like I must know. Like I, I'll, I'll like write notes. I'll be like, oh, gotta check this guy's Twitter when I'm not, you know, at church. Like I mean, right like, when I get home. Even with like Trisha Paytas, it was like she has an OnlyFans. I'm like, I need, I need to see it. I need. Did to you see buy it. hers? Uh, no, but she also kind of does it on Twitter too. But when someone was like, she has an OnlyFans, I was like, oh, like, I'm sure, she, like, she, the bitch does OnlyFans. Whoa. Like, it's, <clears throat> I'm pretty seen... sure, like, yeah, I think I've seen, like, Trisha Paytas, like, squirt. And I was like, okay, <laughs> all right. Um, who hasn't, though, to be honest? No, but I actually paid for hers once, like, a long time ago. Like, I'm so curious. I will have it on my bank statement. And it came back to bite me. So, um, but anyway, that was amazing. I feel like it's safe to say neither of us are going to start OnlyFans. Honestly, you do have a big like fan base, though. I wouldn't not subscribe. I mean, I feel like I would get a decent amount of subscribers. People would be, I'm sure, curious. But I don't think any, <laughs> I don't think any of my like content is sexual in nature. But some of the DMs I get, I'm like, okay, yeah, no. And I, I am going to ask you some questions about that. But until then, we're going to move on to a different topic. But we like to like learn things from this podcast because it's called Pop Culture University. So I feel like what we can learn from this is sex work is nothing to joke about. It is giving people real ass lives that is creating generational wealth. And it is no joke. It is a serious option out there for you. There's no shame in doing it. We respect sex workers just because we're talking about them. Like it excites us. It's not in a bad way. We're just talking about them because it's very interesting and we do not shame or... Mm-mm. demean sex workers we love anything that. i'm jealous i'm fucking, fucking jealous insane. of the guy there please what is that fuck you hit your bitch in the socks this a big watch time is dripping off for the clock pull the six out winter time dropping the top give it to they pussies turn the shit up a notch gucci flip flops make a kick rock it's a big clock check the wrist watch gucci flip flops fuck you hit your bitch in the socks this a big watch time is dripping off for the clock Leah Michelle and Jonathan Groff have taken show and tell to a whole nother level. And I'm going to let you guys know what you missed on Glee. So Leah Michelle and Jonathan Groff right now are preparing to promote their new HBO documentary that they're doing together called Spring Awakening. And it's all about like their lives and their how they like reunited after Glee and stuff like that. And Leah Michelle actually said before she knew Jonathan Groff was gay because they like grew up in Broadway together, Broadway babies. She had a really big crush on him. And they were in this play together where they had to, like, have sex scenes and, like, get all up in each other's business, like, and, like, simulate that together. And eventually, Leah Michelle said that she fell in love with him. 
this is what Jonathan said. Leah and I were given this material where we had to fall in love. Leah and I were grasping onto each other. We were really, really in love. But then he went on to explain that he was kind of still coming to terms with his sexuality at that point of his life. So for some reason, he just couldn't love her back. And he said, coming from a religious background, surrounded by the Amish, I felt dot, 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 ashamed of who I was. I guess I was also afraid that if people knew who I was, they wouldn't um, find what I was doing believable on stage, which I totally understand. They actually did a like a storyline about that on Glee with Kurt, like him not being able to play straight people. Um, and then, you know, they worked on a project where they had to do sex scenes and it was super awkward for them. And Leah could just feel this tension between them, a lot of sexual tension, but also a big wall in between them. So one day she just said at a party to him, blatantly, why don't you love me? Just love me. Why can't you love me? Date me love me so dramatic that sounds like something i could see leah michelle saying um and she said she just saw a look in his eyes and in that moment she knew and realized right then and there that this that's the end they're never going to be together and she has to protect him because that's an intense secret that he was going through so kind of just the whole story of two not so star crossed uh lovers because one was born gay so sean have you ever had a girl hit on you that you had to turn down Oh, yeah. No, I had, um, there was one of my actual good friends from college was, like, in love with me, and she would, like, openly admit it. My freshman year of college, she was like, I'm gonna hook up with you. Like, I'm in love with you. And I was like, babe, like, it's literally not gonna happen. How much, like, I can't, it's not gonna happen. Like, I don't know what you want me to say. I'm not into the girlies like that. <clears throat> oh, my and God. Like, Wait, so funny. But even to this day, she'd be, she'll, she's like, I will have a boyfriend, but, like, Sean, you come first. Like, if you ever decide... I'm going to do the flow flip flop. You give me a call. And I'm like, I will give you a call. Oh, that's so cute that she is like, so like loyal to you and in <laughs> love with you. Still. No, seriously so that I'm kind of shook, but I'm also, I fucking love that. Like, how did you, the first time she said that to you, you like, how did you react? Well, like I, she knew that I was gay. So it was like a joke and she was just oh, like, okay, okay. I want to fuck you. And I was like, that is very nice, but, um, I don't think it's going to happen. And she was like, I know, but you know, if you ever consider it, you know, you give me a call. And I was like, I'll give you a call. <laughs> that kind of thing. Oh my fucking God. Yeah. No, it's not like she did. Like I had to be like, I'm gay. Like she knew. She yeah, knew. Yeah. You, yeah. you were like, bitch, don't, don't fucking try it. I wouldn't go yeah. down there. Not about no, swimming. She was, ready to, she was ready to go at any point, though. Like I feel like even if I just wow. kind of stood there, like she was, she, she she'd do it herself. And I was like, okay. Wow, I fucking love that. I honestly have not. Like I've had maybe like before girls who heard me like open their mouth, like open my mouth and speak. They were like, oh, like he's cute, like blah 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 blah. But then after they're like, oh no, like it just yeah, not like, little- fucking happen. Yeah. And they're like, oh, that's a fruitcake. I'm like, true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it legit goes from like, hey, and then I like speak and they're like, I'm a bestie. Like, what's Literally, up? Yeah. Yeah. So that's it goes from it. then like two seconds. But Lee Michelle and Jonathan Groth took it to a whole other fucking level. Even after uh, they came out, they were still super close. Uh, that did not stop them from exploring each other's bodies. Um, because Jonathan Groth, Groth asked Lee Michelle, since he's a gay man who's never had sex with a woman, has never seen a woman's uh, genitals. He asked her, I've never seen a woman's vagina before. Would you show me? And Leah Michelle, when they were young kids, like I think less than 18, but they were like both 16 at the time, so it was fine, said, sure. And I took a desk lamp and I showed him. Keep in mind, they're super close. Like John, like Leah was like, I would have Jonathan's babies if he ever wanted to be a dad. Like I'd be his surrogate. Like she would die for him. Like they're for lifers. 
ride or dies. So if one of your lesbian friends who was just curious and asked you to see your bits, what would you say? Oh my God, I'd pull my pants down. I'd be like, um, yeah, of course. Listen, I live with like seven girls, whatever. When we do like the little bathroom trips, you know, at a party, I mean, I'm peeing and they're like, oh, like word, like I see your, and I'm like, I don't care. Oh yeah, no, I, I'm just like, whatever. Yeah, you No hesitation. I, I mean, if they were like, it depends on how close I am, but like, yeah. it seemed like they were really close. So I'd be like, yeah, I don't really care. Like, wow. Yeah. But I feel like me and my college roommates are like almost too close. Cause like I was on my roommates, one of my roommates actually, she comes out of the shower and she only puts a towel on her head. So, I mean, I've like seen that much. So it's kind of like, I don't really care if you see that much. How long have you guys been roommates? Like, how are you guys this close? I mean, I met, like, all my really close friends from college on the first night of college. We all went out. I recognized them because they followed me on Instagram from the Facebook group. I was like, I know you. She was like, I know you. And then we ended up all living in the same building. So, like, my school friends have literally been day one since college. So we're really close. I mean, we're seniors now. and We all live together. So it's like four years seeing each other every day of every semester. So very close. <laughs> Wait, are you the only guy in the house? Yeah. So yeah, I feel like you guys are like like Mormons and they're like your sister wives. And you guys just like mm-hmm. live as if you're like all married and like walking around each other, seeing exactly. each other naked. Yeah. But honestly, that is... No, it's only, it's only her that walks around naked. Oh, okay. So, yeah, her. so it's not that's, like... That's a hard like, thing. Yeah, not, that's not like a normal thing. I know people who like partake in um, group sex with their friends. Just like on like like a like a casual basis. No, never. Are you serious? Are you serious? I don't even know how I could go from doing that to then like sitting across from them at like a Panera and like talking, like goofing around. Like, are you kidding? Yeah. No. Like that takes it to a whole other level. Like my friends are my friends, and that that is it. We're not you know doing anything else. Yeah. Yeah. But wow, I'm I'm impressed with your confidence um i'm not quite sure what we can learn from this um i feel like i, I need like to think of something like super quickly is if you a let if you are a gay man and a lesbian asked to see your junk it is your civil duty to pull your pants down and be like here you can take a look one thing i will say i don't know why the hell leah michelle pulled up a desk lamp like okay yeah, that's just that reminds me of like the pixar thing where it's like Literally, yeah. And it like just slams down with her like legs spread. Like, take a look, take a look. It's down here. I don't even know, but like I feel like I have so many things to say about that story. Like Broadway, I feel like is so different than the real world. Where like that's the one place where like if you see a guy, like it's default to be like he's gay, and then he has to prove he's straight. So I don't know why she was like, why doesn't he love me? Like, oh, I have an idea. I have an idea. Yeah, no, that was the most like. <laughs> tone deaf thing by Lee Michelle of all time but that story is literally the most, like the epitome of Broadway kids or like theater you know kids what? like of course I, they would do that I know very few theater kids and they are you know extraterrestrial beings to be quite <laughs> honest love them Demi They're Lovato said that that's offensive calling it, someone I would extraterrestrial say, is offensive I would say it depends how you look at it I feel yeah. like theater kids want to be different so they'd probably be like yes, like, I am different. And they are different. 
Yeah. And then they like break out into song about it or something. Um, <laughs> they start singing like E.T. by Katy Perry. <laughs> no, no, hypnotizing. Yeah, wow. No, like, I'm still picturing the lamp thing. shining into Leah Michelle's vagina. Like, why didn't she use like a phone flashlight or just like turn on the light in the in the room? Where where were they? Why was it so, so dark? Close. Like, was he like doing an examination? Like, yeah. what? Was what she like in a doctor's office with those big like headlamps? Like, a full on light on the cooch. Like, what are you doing? She was waiting for that moment. She was like, oh yeah, I have my lamp ready. <laughs> I'm sure like every time she saw him, like before she found out he was gay, like, if she was gonna see him, like, she was shaving down there, like, yeah. hitting a little, like, spritz of perfume before she left the house, and, like, so when he was, like, I'm curious, she was, like, I'm already ready. No, she was, like, one day I'll, I'll change him, I'll be the one who, yeah. I'll be the one. But, like, was Google not a thing? Why was he not, like, no, I'm exactly. upset, actually, I'll just look it up. I don't need to see my good friends. I'm sure exactly. I can get the picture from just hitting the old incognito tab. Um, Even- vagina. Even when they were, like, kids, like, find a Playboy. Like, ask any straight man. I'm sure he can show you one, like, 10 seconds flat. So. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I can't get that image out of my head. But I guess what we can learn from this is how to set healthy boundaries with your friends. Um, I guess anyone is allowed to (laughs) set whatever boundaries with your friends you would like. Um, And, yeah, nothing is off limits. If something is okay with you and your friend group, doesn't mean it's okay with another friend group. You just have to be open with the people in your life about what you're comfortable with. And don't be, I, I, w- I would say, don't be afraid to ask things. Like, don't be afraid to ask people their boundaries. I feel like we should, like, normalize um, everyone having boundaries of that kind of sort. But, yeah, setting boundaries here in all types of relationships, I feel like it's just, like, what we can learn. So, I didn't fake it, hatch, sir. Guess I didn't make it. Get ready for me, love, cause I'm a comma. I simply gotta march my heart to drama. No, nobody don't know. Nobody is gonna rain on my Twitter's one of Twitter's biggest trolls ever is now also the CEO of Twitter as Elon Musk bought out the whole company for a whopping $44 billion, which is just a little fraction of his net worth. Um, And after some negotiations, the deal went through and now Elon is going to be the HBIC of the app. And people are terrified. Elon Musk said he's very excited about this change. He thinks he can unlock potential in the app that the past leaders of it could not. Um, he wants to bring a lot of new features to the app, but one thing he really wants to focus on is bringing free speech to the app and bringing almost like zero censor- censorship. In a tweet, he uh, shared what, what his vision is. He said, free speech is the bedrock of a functioning democracy, and Twitter is the digital town square where matters, where matters vital to the future of humanity are debated. I also want to make Twitter better than ever by enhancing the product with new features, making the algorithms open source to increase trust, defeating the spam bots, and authenticating all humans. Twitter has tremendous potential. I look forward to working with the company um, and the community of users to unlock it. Now, this is scaring a lot of people, and a lot of the employees at Twitter actually quit or are saying they're going to quit when he takes over in six months. 
one woman who works at Twitter said that uh, she was crying when she found out that Elon got the deal because that woman was very instrumental in getting Donald Trump banned. And now Elon says he wants to bring Donald Trump back and allow anyone to say anything they want um, on the app. And people kind of think this whole free speech thing is going to involve a lot of like false info being spread, like how it used to be. It's going to make a more divisive and controversial platform with a worse user experience. There's going to be like no moderation, no rules, no consequences. Like Twitter's going to be like the wild, wild west or a really rural town in Alabama. Um, and yeah, I feel like Twitter's going to go back to being kind of how it was in 2011, where you just log on at any moment and there's a wild Twitter fight going on that you get to watch in real time. But um, Sean, how do you feel about Elon taking over Twitter? Honestly, I feel like my experience with Twitter is like, that is where I go for funny shit. Like the most recent tweet that I saw that just stuck with me was like, and it actually ties into the last segment. Um, Leah Michelle's head looks so sturdy. You could hit her with a two by four and it would just kind of ring like a church bell. Like that was the last tweet I saw. So obviously I'm not getting like my news from Twitter or taking it yeah. too seriously. So I'm kind of like, I don't really care, but I like know nothing about Elon Musk. Like I know he's like NFT, whatever. Like I don't, that's what that shit i'm like listen you nerdies need to take this somewhere else i do not care and i know he named his son like some like computer code so he's just a weird he's a weird guy that's kind of my stance on him i think he's a weird man and quite frankly i didn't know there wasn't free speech on on twitter my like recent tweet was like if some girl pushes me one more time in this bar i'm gonna swing and that wasn't taken down. So, I mean, I have free speech, but they probably don't care what I'm saying on there. <laughs> okay. That was my favorite opinion <laughs> of anything I've ever heard in my life. I I'm like pretty sure he lives in like a shack. He's like a billionaire and lives in a shack. Go buy a home instead of Twitter. Go buy a house. Literally, he could have bought anything else, but I, f- I feel like if I had, like, someone else on this podcast, they like they would have been like, I'm so scared, like, I'm, like, saying something. I don't like, care, as long or... as they keep getting my funny shit on Twitter, I literally don't care. Yeah, That's no. Like, okay. But say what you want about Donald Trump, some of his tweets were funny. And, listen, if you are going to make me laugh, you can sit here. Like, you can create absolute havoc, but if you're going to get a giggle out of me, put on a show. Like, that's where I'm at. That's honestly true. I feel like... Hold your chin up, babe. Your crown is falling. Like, what are you... (laughs) Crying? Come on. Like, I would imagine her at Twitter headquarters, like... She fell down, like, dropped to her knees. Being her coworker, like... (laughs) (laughs) Some, like, other coworker is dying to, to go back to, like, remote work because... Literally, like acting up again. I'd be at HR. Like, I can't do this. Yeah. I cannot. Someone's having this. an emotional breakdown. I can't handle. Take yeah, her out, please. I feel um, like Elon should have bought like Reddit. I feel like that is where his people are. Is like Reddit, and I don't have Reddit for that reason. So Elon, go buy Reddit. He could probably really? buy both. Where buy. is the CEO of Twitter? I thought there was like Jack, whatever his name is, like the CEO of Twitter. Yeah, I guess he saw that check and he was like, you can have it. Nope, nope, take it. I'm a billionaire, but he'd be like, thank you. Mario, I'm leaving. (laughs) I'd be like, actually, I give up all any attachment to this platform. It's yours. I built it from the ground up. I don't give a fuck. Right? People can be solid. 44 billion? Yeah. Okay, bye. Yeah, I would be like, you're the highest bidder. I'm going to an island. I'll never talk to anyone again. Um, Just destroy my legacy right in front of my eyes for 44 billion. Be my guest. (laughs) 
literally <laughs> ruin everything I've worked for. But um, anyway, he's gonna take full control in six months, so that's when like these changes are gonna happen. He wants to bring other changes, like a few other not so intimidating features. He wants to uh, add an edit button. So maybe someone who says something problematic can change it after they realize what they did and then pretend like they did that. I can't freaking spell. That's why I need the edit button. I'm looking yeah. for a tweet and I'm like, oh my God. Now I have to delete it after it's been up for 45 minutes. No, yeah, that always is like a demeaning experience. Like I'll, I'll be so excited about it and then I'll do a typo and then I feel like I can't even tweet it again because people saw the typo mm-hmm. and it's so embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah, so I that can. could be nice. He said he wants to make no ads. So I feel like, but Twitter still has to make money, so I feel like it's going to be, like, subscription oh, service-based. There are ads on Twitter. You just scroll by them, now; They're not even that big of a deal. I know. Twitter ads are, like, the best ads. Like, they're so easy. I feel like yeah. Snapchat has the worst ads because, like, they make you watch it for, like, 10 seconds or something. I barely even watch people's stories anymore, literally because of Snapchat ads. Anyway, yeah. he also wants to make um, a feature where you're unable to be anonymous. So it's, like, maybe it will, like, put, like, your IP address or something or, like, your name or something, no matter what account it is. But someone can't be anonymous on Twitter. In that case, I, I would have to delete one of my Twitter. I was going to say, the stands, the stand accounts are, like, literally going to go under. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. Like, people will be canceled. Hell will be had, for sure. But my yeah. question is, Sean, if you were the CEO of Twitter, what would your rules for Twitter list be for all the users yeah. that you now rule over? I would literally say, number one, not one piece of serious information is allowed on that damn platform. <laughs> like, watch the news if that's what you want to do. But everything that goes on that app needs to be funny. Yeah. Needs to be funny. Number two, no private Twitter accounts so that you can retweet. Mm-hmm. And I have a private Twitter account, so I'm even guilty of it. But, you know, you have to follow your old code of conduct. Number three. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Number three. I would definitely have the edit button. But... I would say you can only edit, like, words. Like, if you use the wrong two, you can change it to the correct two, but you can't go around and spin mm-hmm. up the whole tweet. Because what if I liked something that was like, oh, this is funny at the moment, and then they go edit it, and it's like, Sean's a big fat bitch. And I'm like, it's like, Sean liked it. Like, no. <laughs> I don't like that. And then let's see, what else? Did you like that feature where it would, like, tell um, you what your other... Uh, people who you follow like what they were up to like there there'd be like a whole page it'd be like this person just like this person's tweet this person like, this instagram? person's account oh yeah yeah, yeah. I was instagram but would you like enjoy that feature would you like that feature back oh i feel like if you had that feature on twitter people would get in trouble yeah that'd be really bad <laughs> that would be no bueno i feel like if i had twitter here's what i would do mm-hmm. i would say i would make a little um, feature where you can like follow people and see their tweets, but then have a separate following to see their favorites. Cause like I have people oh on Twitter, that, like I love their favorites and I want their favorites. Every time they favorite something, I want to see that shit. So like, but I don't want, I don't want that with, with everyone. So I want a separate little, I'm following your favorites. That's so true. I don't see enough favorites and I honestly love scrolling through other people's favorites. So why isn't that a thing? You need to pitch that to Elon. Elon, Elon, yeah, Elon, and bring the computer code when you come. I want to see him. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to meet it. I, like, I want to meet the computer code. What am um, I calling you? Like, <laughs> it's making a bunch of like like robotic sounds. It's, it's like, like on like, a snow, it's like wheels. Hi, I'm. <laughs> it's like <laughs> okay. Um, I think what we we can learn from this, uh, what I talked about last podcast, is just because Twitter may be a a, a little more messy coming up. Uh, you can that the block button will always work. You can, you always have the power on social media to protect your piece, to 
construct your social media diet, what you consume on the internet, how you want. Um, you don't have to see something you don't like. You can still get enjoyment, get pleasure, get um, inspirational. Anything that feeds your soul, you can construct your own platform like that. And honestly, social media, since we use it every day, we consume it every day like food. You have to give yourself a really healthy social media diet. So that's what you can still do for yourself. Just be your own parental guardian uh, rules. You're modest, I like it You stay down and you're the baddest Find you in the cut, I got it Honest, you kept it real with me from jump It's 23 when you get done, done I put it in and that's your song Alright Sean, since you're a TikTok legend icon with hundreds of million views likes millions of follows people have a lot of questions about your whole empire your whole success your whole everything so i'm gonna ask you some questions interview style and hopefully the people's questions are answered so first question just for maybe a new viewer someone who maybe you they haven't seen a ton of you how would you describe your tiktok to someone who maybe does not quite know what it is like I think I would say it's comedy, but obviously that's subjective, but I go for being funny. It's not like I'm on there being super serious. Um, it's really just like kind of a shitstorm of whatever pops in my mind. Like that's how I would describe it. It kind of goes from like talking about a list of rules if I was kidnapped and then I'm like, um, this person did something today that I didn't like. So I'm going to make a blanket statement and say, I hate everyone who does that. <laughs> so like, that's like literally what it, it just goes from that to that. And then, you know, back over to something else. No, legit. Like, the only way how to describe your account is, like, Sean's mind. But once you watch it, you'll get it and you'll love it. And those who get the vibe, yeah. get the vibe. Get the vi- they get the vibe. And those who don't, sorry. They just, they don't. That's, yeah, that's their problem. Okay, yeah. next question. Um, So, every TikToker has to start somewhere. Getting views is not always the easiest. Getting on that tacky for you page, working over the algorithm isn't the easiest. So, what was the first video that made your TikTok really take off? Um, so you just kind of made that whole intro that it's hard to get on the For You page. My second video got, like, 1.2 million views. And then from there, it just, like, continued to go off. So, like, I never really, like, posted seriously and, like, didn't find success, which is probably the reason why I ended up doing TikTok. Because if I posted, like, three times and none of them took off, I'm like, I'm never doing this again. This is so embarrassing. (laughs) But I made one that was, like, tuna salad is gross. Um... You need to worry about yourself if you're eating tuna salad. And then that one kind of took off. And then from there I was like, okay, maybe I'm good at this. And then I did that. And it was kind of like in three like phases. I went from like zero to like 100K pretty quickly. And then I was kind of around 100K for a while. Then I went from like 100 to like 500 with another like video. I think the one where I like was like, what's wrong with my car? This piece of metal fell off. I got like three thousand followers from that that one was so funny i watched it like 10 times i'm not <laughs> people were like he's so stupid like <laughs> listen to his voice and people thought i actually talked like that i'm like what's wrong with my car and people are like this is the men we have in 2022 i'm like no yeah. i legit saw that that comment i was dying with the comment did you see my comment underneath it oh my god i was getting nasty right back Oh, I probably did it at the time and was like crying laughing at my phone screen but i don't remember exactly what it was 
she just looked so busted. I'm like, how are you even speaking? Like, you're literally a two. Like, don't even... She had her hairline pulled back to, like, I don't know, the top of her forehead. I was like, do not even come for me. Like, you're not pulling a man. You don't need to be concerned with any man. <laughs> that's the that's the problem with my TikTok is I'm, st- I'm still at that phase where, like, if you say something to me, I'm going to jump down your throat. But it, like, no. doesn't occur to me that, like, that comment's going to float to the top of, like, 1.2 million people. And I'm like, I look like a bully. <laughs> Anyways, there was, I just got so off track. And then my kidnapping series took me from, like, I think I gained, like, 800,000 followers from that. That was, like, my next big push. And then yeah. I just there for a while because I took some time off. No, okay. So this actually leads me to my next question. It was legit my third question on my list. Your most watched video um, on the platform is showing what you would do if you were kidnapped and held in someone's basement and has like 18 million views or something insane i have watched it many times it's made me literally cry laughing so how did that idea of like what you would do if you got kidnapped come to you because even like the green screen you used to show the like musty like basement was hilarious um oh my god it took me so long to find a picture on you know if you do you like use green screens when you make videos every time it's always like it's either like too zoomed in or you can see like the border and it took me so long to find one and i was like all right perfect i finally got one but that idea kind of came from well i was doing the lists like rules for my wedding rules for my divorce and then i did Mm -hmm. rules for my kidnapping and that one was huge Mm -hmm. and then it was like rules for my kidnapping and then i did rules for my kidnapper and then i was like let me just like combine the two of them and do like a pov yeah and then i did that put my insane acting skills to use and then Literally, yeah all of a sudden i was like damn this video really took off no oscar winning when you said can i uh you were like he was the kidnapper was like going on a date or something and you were like oh my god like what are you gonna wear can i take a peek okay. <laughs> <laughs> like i literally died it was the funniest thing in the whole world and you deserved like that um like, insane growth um from that um and all that shit so my next question you you say you kind of took off in like a really easy way uh it kind of just came naturally to you no i mean it's absolutely true though some people are naturals and some people are not so my next question is did you before being tiktok internet famous were you hoping one day to be tiktok internet famous or were you just kind of like doing it for shits and giggles for your friends or was this like kind of part of the plan I see I've never really like hoped to be TikTok famous but like kind of in the back of my mind I was like I'm finding success with this like I would like to be more successful with it yeah but I really only started to care about it when like the creator fund became a thing and I was like okay now I can make money from this but it's always just been it is something that like comes natural but it's so weird because like the funniest people in my life like cannot make a TikTok for to save themselves like it's like that certain kind of like being able to like have humor to the general public so you have to yeah. kind of like have an understanding of like what's gonna hit with like a random mom in like Iowa like Idaho exactly or it's like you I can't do like an inside joke with my friends people would be like what the hell are you talking about exactly uh, the influencer life just is not for me like I do not have my Instagram attached to my TikTok like it's just TikTok my managers were like you should make an Instagram and a YouTube and I'm like no I'm not gonna do that I'm not gonna mm-hmm share my everyday life and then deal with like a messy breakup on camera. Absolutely not. Oh my God. Okay. I'm shocked to hear this. And this was not my next question, but I had a question about this. Okay. Um, wait, wait, wait. Okay. I feel like I'm like half answering your questions oh, and half just like talking about random shit. No, but it's fucking amazing. And th- it's the elaboration that I always wanted that I, 
perfect. Everyone, <laughs> it's the elaboration that everyone deserves. So the question was, I can't even find it, but one one time on your friends only, so I'm kind of like exposing you here. This was not posted to the whole world. One time in your friends only, you, you better be careful room. with this. You better be <laughs> careful with this. Because if that's just on friends, friends only, it's on friends only for a reason. Okay, Proceed. we can cut this out, but I swear. Well, I want to it... know. No, you can ask the question. You can ask the question. I, well, I have I have to speak on it because it, uh-huh. it scared me. It literally scared me when you when you posted this. You said you are retiring from TikTok because okay. you, quote, fucking hate it. And I think I commented like, no, Sean, in like all caps or something. But why okay. do you fucking hate TikTok? I, you can't retire. Okay, wait. My mail just popped up. I thought that was going to be a different friends only post, so I was like, "You better be careful." Oh, I know exactly which one you thought it was, and I. I, I was like, if you, you go there, I will literally jump through the screen and be jazz. No I'm kidding. I considered talking um, about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to though. I feel like it's one of those things. Like you, like I will be in the space where I'm like, I'm going to make TikToks every day, and then all of a sudden you're like, I actually like hate sitting in my room and recording myself talk, and then like. Mm-hmm. Dealing with people being like, "You're so annoying," and it's like, "Yeah, like what am I like? What am I actually doing here? I'm literally recording myself in my room alone for random people to like either laugh at or be like, you're so weird.'" And I'm like, "You're kind of like onto something there. It's corny." And then I'm no. like, "I hate it." Yeah, and sometimes people don't understand. Like, of course, TikTok's for fun, and it's they see like the numbers on TikTok and see it's like all this like big like winning feeling like. Yeah. TikTokers are so into themselves and stuff, but they don't understand the pressure of like of like posting because you know, especially the people who are like early to the post feel like they can say the rudest shit because you'll see it and they want to like take you down. So people definitely don't get like even me, I just post about pop culture, but people will find something to say if I share like even a small opinion or say something bad, they just want to take you down instantly. So is there any like hate comment that kind of like gets to you that adds to the reason that you considered retiring? I mean, it's not even, like, hate comments in general. I feel like the more reason I was, like, I'm going to retire is because when I'm at school, I'm not, like, going to take time out of my day to, like, go record a TikTok when I have, like, a million other things to do. And another, like, part that's, this is, like, kind of shade, but if you, like, are coming up with your own ideas to make TikToks, whereas, like, some people, you know, just, like, do a dance, whatever, it gets to the point where you're, like, literally, what else do I have to talk about? Like, literally, what do I have to talk about? But then the hate comments, eh, it's not even, like, a certain one that's like this is annoying it's like the slow burn of people always thinking they can just say whatever they want and then when i say something back they're like oh my god you're literally bullying me okay yeah you had yeah, something exactly. to say and i have something to say back yeah exactly like first they they want to hit on you for something you said then they want to hit on you for like defending yourself they just want to like put you in a, in a position to like hate on you in some way and they don't get that it's definitely like a, vul- a vulnerable position posting to that many people so yeah i completely get like wanting to retire they're like you're gay i'm like okay and ding 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 <laughs> or like the, the one that like honestly makes me like giggle is i will have some busted busted person be like your eyebrows are weird i'm like would you like me to speak on you for one second mm-hmm. would yeah. you like to do that for one second and then it's yeah. like oh never mind and i'm like yeah yeah. No, exactly. Like some people will say, like, why does your hair look like a poodle? Or why do you look like that? And I'm just like, that would that was not the point of the video. Or they'll say you're gay, or they'll they'll ask in that like in like the, the QA thing that no one uses, they'll be like, Are you gay? with just the R and the U, and I'll be like, <laughs> well, What's the point of that? 
I feel like half the time I'm like, it depends on my mood in the day if a TikTok comment is going to make me mad. Like, if I'm having a good day and I see a TikTok comment, I'm like, I literally do not care. But if I'm already in a pissed off mood and I see that, I'm like, oop, like, let's go. We're Twitter finger turned. Yeah. What is it? Is it trigger fingers turned to Twitter fingers or the other way around? Yeah, you know? yeah. No, like, same. Um, so, speaking of the whole gay thing. I feel like something you're known for on TikTok that I've seen you like make a video about is your gay voice. Um, I feel like you have quite an iconic voice, quite the iconic um, fag scent, you know? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I feel like it definitely precedes like all like gay like creators and like, like yeah. people comment on it. So do you think that it's a strength or a weakness of having such an iconic voice? Strength. It is so a strength because... I mean, I definitely can turn it up and down. Like, if I'm trying to, like, play kind of, like, the bimbo, like, there's, like, a large piece of metal that fell off my car. I can, like, I feel like you can use it to, like, a comedic, like, advantage and be, like, I'm literally going to sound so gay and so dumb and so, like, Callie from the Valley. And then sometimes, sometimes people are, like, are you faking it? And I'm, like, you think I would fake, like, this voice? For so long, as if I'm not, like, consistent in my videos sounding like a gay person. And they're like, you're faking it. I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. No, legit. Like, I can't describe it, but it's just how I talk. Like, I can't do, like, a normal boy, straight voice. I, I don't I don't know how to, so. I feel like I sometimes can, but I need to be, like, spoken to by mm-hmm. a straight guy. And then I'll be like, <laughs> I'll, like, try to mimic it. And just, yeah, like, they're like, and then it's like, me. But they're still like you can hear it on the A. I'm like the A is like where the problem is. Like that A is crisp. That A is always crisp. Yeah, the vowels are just really exposing us. Um, But wait, one last thing. It's so there is like a group of like middle aged women who are literally like I'm in love with your voice. Like you could literally talk me to sleep. And I'm like, could you imagine trying to fall asleep and you hear like go to bed, go to bed, go to bed? Like I literally literally, like your voice. I'm not like Like, your voice would like wake me up and like want to go to like a club. Nothing about my voice would be like, I'm going to fall asleep. Nothing. What's that app that's, it's like. Calm. It's like a, calm, yeah. I could see you like, go to bed, girl. Like on the app. Like Literally. fall the fuck asleep. What are you doing? asleep. For? Go to bed. <laughs> that's the only time you find peace in your day. Go to sleep now. Yeah, seriously. Wow, they should do. But that's the only time you hate yourself. Go to bed. <laughs> no, you should email calm and be like, by the way, people have expressed interest in my voice acting skills. I think. This could be a good move like, for the both of us. Yeah, we're gonna put you right after Harry Styles. I'm like, perfect, thank you. <laughs> perfect trans transition from like bi to yep. To, yep. to gay. It could be in the like LGBT section. Mm. Um, yeah. Okay, so the next question, I, I okay, I feel like there are some haters, but you have like a lot of like lovers for sure, and you do talk about sometimes it's hard to come up with a video idea. But honestly, I feel like anything you say, people eat up and laugh at. Like you can talk about being a casual dog lover. Uh, lover. And it gets, like, thousands of views. So where do you feel like your, like, sense of humor that has made you famous come from? I don't know, because it's really not... Like, it's hard to explain, but that's not, like, the type of humor I use in, like, my everyday life at all. I'm not, like, just sitting there, like, ringing off one-liners while my friends are like, that's a good one. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. It's just, like, like if you're, like, putting on a show for them. <laughs> right? And they're like, say another one. But <laughs> it's just... It's one of those things, like, it just comes naturally to me. Like, some people can, like, write a song or, like, do a dance where I'm, like, I look at this and, like, there's mm-hmm. already, like, a little monologue that is, like, say yeah. this, 
this will hit, say this in this tone, now go record it, and, like, you're fine. Yeah, no, it just, like, pops up into your mind. Like, like a lot of times I'll have ideas like that, and I'll be like, I have no idea where this idea came from at all. It just showed up in my mind. But, like, imagine, like, going up to someone in, in real life and being like, hey, do you want to know the rules for my wake? Like, that's just, like, the thing. <laughs> like, I'm like, that's obviously not how I am in real life. I'm not, like, one-liner, boom! And then yeah. I just stand there, and I'm like... Yeah, so laugh. Like it. Like, <laughs> yeah. People ask that yeah. all the time. They're like, is that the humor you have in real life? Like, no. Like I'm not like I cannot just do that. People would literally think I'm so weird. Yeah, I, I feel like you are like just that friend that's just like conversationally hilarious. And like no matter what right. you're talking about with anyone, like you're probably just laughing like the whole day, which is like one of the best friends. No, like, me and my friends, like we laugh from like we really crack each other up. Like it's it's a show here. I feel like one of your videos that made me laugh the hardest was your series called Living Like Sean, where you, this, this is like a bit older, but your series, I like was like, I was like scrolling through and I was like, like, have I seen all of them? Like, I wanted to get like all like the episodes. Like, I just loved the Living Like Sean series. So, um, for people who don't know, the Living Like Sean series is where he basically tells people advice on a certain situation that he would give them to conquer said situation and just live better like he would. So... What is your general advice for people to live like Sean? Like, what what would you say your mantra is for life? Like, the best advice you can give people just for life? I feel like I need to mention this to your listeners, though. Living like Sean is literally so satirical. Like, it is oh, all satire. Sure. Not a single part of it is serious. Like, serious. It's like, rules to getting your license. It's like, run someone over. Like, that kind of thing. <laughs> so my, my rules... one elderly woman over. Um, yeah, like, just, like, run her over and put her in reverse and run her over again. <laughs> like, my rules to just living a good life, it's, like, stay skinny. You don't have to eat too much ever. If you're not in a calorie deficit, you're doing it wrong. Don't surround yourself by broke people. You know what I mean? Always. There's, like, that saying, don't don't be the smartest in the room. Who cares about that? Don't be the richest. Don't be the richest in the room. Facts. Always keep a roster of boyfriends or girlfriends. You know, people screw you over, so just have their replacement lined up beforehand. And, you know, if you're a sweater, wear all black. If you sweat a lot and, you know, you're trying to slim out, just wear all black. Yeah, no, all black is, like, definitely in, like, one of the top ten commandments of my life. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm surprised I'm wearing white at the moment, but after this hour is off, like, yeah. Black. Damn it. See, I need to, like, live like Sean, so. See, I live like Sean. That's the thing. I'm Sean. (laughs) He follows his own rules. But I'm going to need those rules on, like, a stone like it was. in Like, I'm going to need you to carve it out. Yeah. I should make it a stick. Every time I pass a piece of paper. Yeah. Yeah. Like, does this look like Sean or not? And, like, you can, like, stamp it or... Stamp of approval. Or it's, like, no, big X. Oh, my God. No. I fucking wish I could live like Sean. Um, Okay. There's not a bunch of time left, but I'm going through these questions and I want to ask you something, like, funny, but also... Okay. You said you've gotten, like, some crazy DMs, some, like, flirty DMs, even though your content isn't innately sexual so what would you say is the weirdest best must know dms that you have gotten i mean people are just like crazy because i literally do not make sexual content at all like it's literally just my head i think i showed my legs like one time and people went feral so i was like all right oh yeah i saw that you have thick quad you're you're doing leg day over there well that's the thing people are like you're a twink and i'm like no i'm like muscular i'm like not gonna be shirtless but i'm like yeah like guys like i'm like five nine and like 190 pounds like i'm literally like not a twink no like a Um, like a twunk tree tree trunk those thighs yeah yeah i'm a twunk Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) um uh 
people are just like, bend over, like, show me your hole, show me your feet. And I'm like, what the fuck? And they're always like these older guys with like that selfie that's like in the car with the sunglasses on and they have 13 Oh God, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. And they're like- With the jockstrap beard and the receding hairline. Yeah. And then there's one guy who's in, who joins every single live that I do, who's like, I'm going to find you. His name is like (laughs) Reptile Guy. His name is Reptile Guy, and everyone who's like joins my live, like they know him. He's like, I'm gonna treat you so good. I'm gonna find you, and I'm like, okay, you have two strikes, one more, and you're being removed. (laughs) Oh my god! Weird sometimes. I'm like, dude, like you're scaring me. (laughs) Reptile Reptile Guy's a freak, but the worst is like on Grinder. If someone's like, I know you from TikTok, I'm like, what do you want? Like, I'm not. Yeah gonna proceed with this conversation exactly no if they start with that which happens to me all the time if they yeah. start with that i cut it off like i'm i'm not doing that i'm like that I, like I just um, can't live with it i'm like that dl like my grinder profile picture is like the headless pick people are probably like i'm like i'm dl too i'm like i'm not on the i'm not dl i'm just not gonna like show my face on here and people be like i follow you on tiktok here's a picture of my butthole like i'm not doing all that no. And it's crazy because that's literally how it goes. That's that's yeah. how it starts. They're that's the like, thing. oh, I know, I know from TikTok. Do you do you want a head? Like that's where. It goes. That's the thing. They're like, be crazy to fuck a famous TikToker. I'm like, what do you want me to say to this? Like, you're actually absurd. And I'm like, all right, move along, move along, go, 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 go. No, yeah, as if they think it's like flattery, and I'm gonna like go for it. Worst, like, the worst is when like they don't say anything, and then you've like gone through emotions, and they're like, by the way, I love your TikToks, and I'm like, yes. And it feels like you're just like plucked, like face crack. You're like, I feel like, like they were in damn. disguise, like they're an undercover was... agent, Twenty One Jump Street. Literally, I'm like, you did that on purpose because you were withholding information for mm-hmm. a reason. Oh my god! If someone told me that they were that they knew me after we like did something, I would literally KMS. I, I would I find mean... like the nearest cliff. <laughs> yeah, no, I would hire one of my shooters. I would get Amber Heard over there and beat their ass. <laughs> literally. They would just be never seen again if that happened. But I'm and off like, of that app now. That's why I got to go on my DL behavior. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So it was yeah, that. Was did you see that picture I posted in the mirror where I was like, now people are going to like know who I am. That like picture, I, the thirst trap I put on my Instagram story like two days ago. Oh, no. Fuck. Damn it. I wish I did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I have it on my phone. That's no, like, I, literally, I it. that's my DL behavior. I was looking like ripped in it though. That's why I was like, I'm literally putting this up. Ooh. Oh, wait. Oh my God. Wait, I think I did. Yeah. No, you look amazing. <clears throat> in- that one got some good swipe ups. I was like, I need some male attention. Oh. I'm going to my roommate's bathroom. I'm taking this freaking picture. And then the DM started rolling in and I was like, Mm-hmm. No, that's why the app is so toxic because it's such like instant gratification it makes you feel so good like you like you probably could have like literally had guys like lined up that night and that's why that app is like kind of like addicting and problematic um but, yeah. yeah no but i need yeah i'm not one of those gay people that are like i'm not gonna like talk to someone from tennessee if you do not live oh, 30 okay. minutes away from me you're not even getting like i'm gonna say thank you and we're gonna move on. Like I'm not. I don't care to get to know you if you live in Tennessee. No, yeah. as if as like what is possessing them to think I would drive 288 miles for them? Where are you from, by the way? Um. So right now I'm at my university, um, uh, University of Illinois in Urbana-Champaign, but I'm normally from like the suburbs of Chicago. So oh. Chicago. I literally like 
in my mind, like you're still British. Like you are British to me. Like oh, even I feel I like I get like, that sometimes. You are like don't even have an accent, but I'm like Patty Popcup. Like he's in London right now. That's why he was like, "What time zone are you in?" I'm like, "Cause he's in London." <laughs> like he's in like Essex. Like he's British. Yeah, I know. I feel like I have that like snobby, pristine little. British I don't even know what it is. Like, I don't, I'm just like he's British. You've never one time had an accent. I'm like, he must have yeah, left. Like he must have left England I, when he was young. Like, I look like a pale bitch who would, like, be, like, eating, like, tea and, like, little triangle sandwiches, for sure. But, like, like I feel where it's, like, all those British people, like, lined up in, like, the sweater and, like, the jeans <laughs> and they're all, like... <laughs> yeah, no, uh, and I wish I could, like, shed that, that image, but but that makes sense. Wait, you're from Pennsylvania? Massachusetts. Oh, I just guessed. Like, I knew you were, like, up, the up Amish there. people in Pennsylvania? Yeah, I'm Amish. Turn that butter. Turn that butter. Turn that butter. Honestly, like, that's just what I saw for you. It's like, uh, in okay, between so, uh, I'm like, fuck, I gotta make some... <laughs> like that, yeah, that's why you have to, like, uh, quit or yeah. retire to pursue your real dream of turning butter. Un- unfortunately, I only paid for an hour of this. <laughs> um, it was $10, but I feel like I have, like, one more question to ask you, just to, like, wrap yeah. things up. We were about to play a game, but trust me, like, it was not that great. Like, it's fine. Like, we like, we got some great content. I think this was better. Okay. Um, so, I kind of want to ask you kind of two questions. Okay, so it seems like you don't want to be an influencer at all. What about being an influencer do you not like? And then why should people still follow you on TikTok even though you don't want to be an influencer? But you have 60 seconds. Okay, I feel like number one, I don't want to be an influencer because I do not want to share my personal life and then have people's opinions on it. And then like, you know, do like the whole Chris and Ian thing. Like they broke up and now everyone's like bringing it up yeah. for the rest of their lives. Like their comments will have Chris and Ian comments for the rest of their lives. Like they will not it's be able shocking. to move on. And that's why I'm like, I'm not going to do that. People should yeah. follow me because I exist on the surface of the surface level. You'll get a cheap laugh out of me and that will be it. Like, you do not need to know my last name. You do not need to know what I'm up to. You do not need to know my dating history. None of it. You can laugh and that's it. Yeah. No. And, yeah, people, and, say I talk, and people are like, you talk fast. Like, what do you mean? I can if Literally. I need to. I can like, if I need you, to. Yeah. Do you not like that? Yeah. You just um, got like five minutes of information out of me in 40 seconds. No, that's true. Like, I feel like I should pay, like, a premium price for that. But, oh, my God, you, you guys, there's 20 seconds left. I think we're going to get cut off. But I can, like, record a cute a little outro for this. But I just want to thank right. Sean for coming so much. You're literally a fucking icon. Um, you guys need to go follow him at IELTS for Selena on TikTok. He will make you cry laughing. He'll make your day so much better. And I just love him. I'm obsessed with him. So thank you so much, Sean. And I will. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you guys for tuning into Pop Culture University today. I had so much fucking fun hanging out with Sean. I want to thank him again. I appreciate him so much for coming on. I hope you guys enjoyed that as much as I did. I fucking laughed my ass off. And he's literally just one of the creators that makes me laugh harder than anything ever. So it was so cool to be able to hang out with him for an hour. And make sure you go follow him. And make sure you rate this podcast five star on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Before you go, you already hear you may as well do so. Post a screenshot of you listening to it and post it on your Instagram story and tag me and make sure to follow for future episodes because it's on every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And before you go, make sure to do something today that your future self will thank you for and set yourself up to have an amazing weekend. And I love you guys and stay safe and I will see you on Monday. Okay, bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. 
It's 2023 and you're still looking for a baseball podcast? What's up, party people? Danny Vietti here from the Wake and Rake podcast. Yes, I know the name of our show, Freaking Rocks. Join World Series champion Will Middlebrooks and I as we banter about the best of the best from Major League Baseball, including power rankings. One of the best players of all time. Headlines. Solidifies a dynasty. And special guests. Reese Hoskins. Throw showed Jose Trevino. Listen and or watch every episode of the Wake and Rake podcast, available on all your favorite listening platforms and the all-new Believe Sports channel.